What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> good, good, good. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Thanks, Wes, for having me. Um, it's always an honor to be here. I love Fresh Fire. This is the tribe that I connect with the most. You guys are crazy, and that's my flavor. A little crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> let's start up with prayer, guys. So, Jesus, <clears throat> thank you for being king. Thank you that we're not in control, that we are designed to give you control. Thank you that you reign on high. Thank you, Jesus, that every part of our life is orchestrated as we surrender, Lord God. And I thank you for that, Lord God. I thank you for the ability, Father God, to surrender and to have <clears throat> all things work out for them that love the Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for the aspect of surrender. I thank you for the aspect of being caught up <clears throat> in, a, in the beauty of, of, your, of your face, Lord God, that your heart, your face is a, is a captivating element, Lord God, that we effortlessly can give ourselves to, Lord God, because you are captivating, Lord God, and it's an effortless lifestyle to be in love with you, Jesus, and to surrender everything to you. And so, Father God, we surrender this meeting today, Lord God, and we say, King Jesus have your way. <clears throat> Whatever it is that your will would be, <clears throat> that you, Father God, would have your way. And whatever it is that we talk about, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, amen. Well, <clears throat> what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Um, all right. So you guys are the hungry ones that are here and dedicating three, was it three months? Three months of just intensive Jesus Soaking and going after his fire, huh? All right, all right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's good. You know, um, uh, <clears throat> when I was in this class, it was crazy just to see <clears throat> everybody had different flavors. Everybody had different elements. Um, but <clears throat> as we expressed our elements and our flavors, it was like this combustion and this and when you develop relationship between each other and you see everybody connect with your specific flavor or element you'll see like a driving force that can cause revival you know and so you guys i heard that you guys are going out to the to the mall and you guys are seeing miracles and stuff like that that's amazing you know and that's that right there <clears throat> when when jesus prayed he said <clears throat> i pray that you would make them one. And so, like, you have a hand, but you knuckle up. That's what causes somebody to actually be successful in boxing. If you try to box with individual fingers, you'll get your fingers broken. That's not designed that way. We're called to be a body that clenches up into a fist and, made, and makes an impact. But the only way that you guys can do that is that you love one another. You know what I'm saying? Love is the epitome of of fulfilling the law of Christ. You know, we're talking about the book of Galatians. <clears throat> and this is crazy because, like, this whole this whole thing about, you know, uh, <clears throat> going out to the streets and reaching the lost and seeing people healed and seeing people set free and seeing, you know, the passion of Jesus and Jesus getting his full reward. This whole thing is all about love, you know? But you got to be able to... <clears throat> collectively connect in love in order to love out there. You know what I'm saying? So, Ephesians, I'm sorry, Galatians, here we go. <clears throat> sorry about my throat, guys. Crazy timing. I got some throat thing going on. Jesus. Holy Ghost fire. So Galatians chapter <clears throat> five verse thirteen. All right. Now there is so many elements of expression that are taught in the body of Christ to release the expression and the passion of Jesus. For the world to feel the impact of God's reality. 
it's there, and people teach them. But just like in any <clears throat> structure, or in any organization, or in any uh, element that's supposed to be able to create an impact, like for example, if you got a if you got a building, that's the uh, the building is has the rooms and it looks elegant. But what you don't see in the build of the building is the foundation. The foundation is tougher than the actual building. You know, um, uh, <clears throat> I know, like my my best man at my wedding, um, uh, he's a he's a kung fu fighter. He's got a bunch of gold medals. You know, a, a awesome guy. Um, and he taught me that whenever you are uh, in a a, a fight or he does a lot of these practice fights and uh, sparring and stuff like that. He says it's all about your stance. It's all also all about the feet pl- the feet planting. And so then when you are throwing impact, your f- the energy actually comes from the stability of your feet. It doesn't come from the actual punch because I can throw a punch leaned back and it and it will throw me off and it won't make an impact. But the stability of my feet is what's going to make. Is gonna is the energy that that kind of travels up, and it, when it hits the impact, it, it creates a, a bigger a, a bigger blow. Now, <clears throat> love is that stance, you guys. Love is that stance. I mean, we could talk about you know healing signs. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> we could talk about healing signs and wonders and things of that nature. And I enjoy all of that stuff. Believe me, the fireworks, I love it. I mean, I could tell you guys testimonies on top of testimonies. They're beautiful testimonies of people just getting rocked. I love it. I enjoy it. And a lot of you guys probably got the same type of testimonies. It's awesome. But love is the foundational stance for you to have. In order to create a bigger impact, I can go out there, <clears throat> be in, uh, uh, I think it's first or second Corinthians. What's the love chapter? First Corinthians chapter 13? 13. There you go. I can go out there, you know, clang symbols, give my body to be burnt at the stake, and, you know, speak in tongues and do all these miraculous things. But if I don't have love, it's just a clanging symbol. It's the same thing. A lot of people go out there, teach the elements of of the miraculous, they go out there like a clanging symbol, people get saved, healed, and all the ra- the most radical things happen. But at the end of the day, it's just a radical thing that happened. You know, there's no captivating love. <clears throat> I remember times that um, uh, I would be in the streets and I would go up to somebody and it was a, either a homeless person or somebody who was, um, <clears throat> somebody who was a, uh, um, uh, like a, a little bit off, you know, m- mentally, <laughs> and they're like in the corner, like rocking there, rocking back and forth, you know, in, in front, in, next to a gas station or something like that. People are walking by them, but they're actually walking around them, making sure that they're not, you know, getting close to the guy. <laughs> and so, um, <clears throat> you know, when I would see those type of people, one of the elements that I know that can shake their lives into sobriety is the love of God. And so, um, I would walk up to them and I would talk to them and I, when I would look at them, I know that the love of God is manifest in my, in my chest. And one of the main things that manifests with the love of God is fearlessness. Mm-hmm. The fearlessness is one of the very first elements of expression of the love of God. That's right. So when I, when I connect with them, I look straight into their eyes, and I and I don't waver. And I'm not doing this technically. I'm not doing this as a strategy. I'm doing that as sincerity because I'm really connecting with this person. I'm really having compassion over this person because Christ impacted me, and I really actually love people now. Yeah. You know. And so I'm connecting with this person, whether I have to bend down or whatever level I have to get to in order for me to connect with that person. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, what happened? What's going on? And I start talking to them. And when I start talking to them... <clears throat> They look straight into my eyes and they see the fearlessness, which is a communication of real love. And they see, and it, it snaps them out. And all of a sudden, they come into it, they become a sober person. They start talking to me like a person like anybody else in the streets. They come out of themselves and they start having an intellectual conversation, you know? And, um, <clears throat> and then they start talking in real time. They're like, man, I'm in this condition. They're like, I can't get out. They're like talking to me soberly, you know? And, and I'm like, look, man, you know, what can get you out? And I start preaching the gospel, you know, and praying for them. And I've seen a lot of uh, <clears throat> stuff happen, you know, with that approach. And it's just pure, unfiltered love, you know. Um, but 
like I stands, like I said, that love is the stance. Love is the um, uh, the element that um, uh, brings the change. Love is the element that brings the 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 core value of where we're flowing from as into a display. You know what what's going on here is what you're displaying is love. The signs, the wonders, the miracles, the bold confrontation, and all this stuff like that is just a platter. It's a silver platter. That's pretty. It's beautiful. You got the silver platter, but what the real core meal is, like that big old nice apple in the middle, <laughs> is the love of God. Yeah. The love of God. Shikarabantoro. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so Jesus, we thank you for your love, Papa. <clears throat> you are such a beautiful Papa God we love you for your love thank you for your love Lord God your love has set us free your love is what creates faith your love is what sets us free your love is what creates identity <clears throat> makes us fearless and bold as a lion your love is what romances us is what makes us intimate lovers of your presence. Your love is what captivates our hearts. Your love is what captivates our eyes. <clears throat> your love is what renews our mind. Such a good Papa. Such a beautiful King of glory. Wonderful Savior. Magnificent Jesus. Holy is the Lamb of God for the sake of love. Holy is the Lamb of God who was slain for the world for the sake of love. Holy, holy is the Lamb of God. The Lion of the tribe of Judah looks like a slain lamb. The epitome of the expression of love. A slain lamb. We look to you, Jesus. We look to you, Father. We look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We look to you, King of glory, King of love. We look to you, Papa God. You are such a good Father. Our hearts are captivated, and our old lives are completely demolished by your love. Our old lives, are we are unrecognizable to our old lives, Lord God, because of love. You have demolished us. You have completely disintegrated our old man in love. And the purity of how you created us is being revealed from glory to glory because of your waves of love. Who can understand and comprehend this love? Beautiful Jesus. Beautiful King Jesus. <clears throat> Let's just simmer in this real quick. Let's just soak it in. <laughs> King of glory. King of glory. So, you know, like I said, you know, the radiance of his love, the expression, the power, the illustration of his love is all to attract us to his love. And so, um, <clears throat> whenever you, uh, like I was saying, whenever you express fearlessness, it is the first element of the expression of love, you know. And our stance, and I'm just reviewing here what I just said, and our stance is love. That's where the energy comes from in order to um, execute that punch. You know? But you cannot um, 
<clears throat> express love out there if you haven't expressed love in here? How in the world are you going to tell people about the love of Jesus if you can't even love the people that Jesus has paired us with as family? Yeah, come on. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Galatians chapter 5, verses 13. Okay. If you guys are there, say, I'm there. All right. Mm -hmm. It says, uh, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. <clears throat> this is that fearlessness, freedom, okay? Only do not use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Okay, let's, let's just hang on there. What liberty is he talking about? If you read verses 11 and all of there, it talks about the cross of Jesus Christ being your freedom. The work on the cross actually has liberated us from sin. Now, sin is something that if not dealt with, if the blood of Jesus hasn't cleansed us from, we would be introspective and we would feel guilty and shameful and all of our, all of our energy that would normally go towards love would go internally to fix ourselves. We have, we have energy as human beings, you know? I wake up in the morning, I got three babies. All of my energy goes to my three little babies, <laughs> you know? And then, I, and then all throughout the day, I actually have to manage where my energy goes. And in order for me to do ministry, I have to manage every part of my day in order for me to actually do ministry. Energy, to me, is something that I have to manage intentionally, okay? Um, that's wisdom. Wisdom manages love. <clears throat> now... Uh, love, the, the, the expression of love is Jesus on the cross dying for our sins. When he died for our sins, he has, he has wiped away the slate completely clean. Now, we don't have to be introspective. We don't have to say shame, guilt. Oh my gosh, what do I do about this? I'm stuck in a rut. I can't believe I'm in this situation again. I, I, I you know... <laughs> I, it's just it, it's it's something that's a it's a merry-go-round, you know. We are free from that, okay. Even if there is some kind of hang-up, your mentality should be: I don't want to be a slave to that. I want to be a slave to love. That's our that's our motivation to not go after the lusts of the flesh. It's not guilt and shame because I am dirty because Christ died for us. So we don't have to be introspective anymore. That stuff, we, the cross, completely liberated. Now all of our energy is, love is what frees us. Okay, now I'm going to show you something. I know this, this is a little bit weird because it's a lot of people like, you know, you need to, you know, feel bad for your sin and da, da, da. No, cross, the cross took care of it. The cross took care of it. Now our energy that we manage intentionally is now going from introspective, what we had before the cross, into loving people. And when you love people and you, you devote your life to loving people, you end up being free from sin. That is called walking in the spirit to not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I am going to put all of my energy that I would normally put into myself in introspection in my hang-ups, in my hang-ups, in my hang-ups. And I'm like, you know what? This energy, I'm going to manage it because Christ took care of that. I am going to manage it to walk in the spirit, to not fulfill the lust of the flesh that looks like love. It looks like me serving people continuously on a continual basis. I remember a buddy of mine, and I know we're in um, verse 13. <clears throat> when I first got saved, it was like about now when I was like probably five years, four years into it. Um, uh, I was a youth pastor, a young adult pastor at the time, and um, uh, we had <clears throat> we, it was just a wild movement that was going on. That was in, in Tampa, Florida, and um, um, the um, uh, we would have um, prayer meetings all over the place, and um, out of those prayer meetings, we would mentor people. And then from there, we would go out to the streets and to the bars and see people, 
get set free and we go out and evangelize and stuff like that. But there was a moment in time where <clears throat> I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to hold off on going out to the streets for these guys to um, um, connect with Jesus intentionally in prayer. I wanted to kind of like pull away this element of of expression of love in order to, for them to focus on this element of expression of love. And it seemed like a good idea at the time. And even now as I'm saying it, it seems like a good idea. But <clears throat> as I did that, one of them came up to me and they said, I need to go out to the streets. I need to go out there and preach. And I'm like, just relax. Focus on intimacy with Jesus. Focus on intimacy with Jesus. And they said, and they're like, I don't know what it is. It just... I am focusing on the intimacy with Jesus, but that when I go out to the streets, it fills me with a nutrition that I don't know what it is. Yep. And I'm like, and I said to the, and I said to them, no, focus on intimacy with Jesus. And I was, you know, I was a little immature, you know. Um, <clears throat> now looking back at that, Jesus said he was like, the disciples came up to him and they said, hey, master, eat. You've been without food for for a while, and Jesus was like, I'm sorry, I have nutrition and food that you know not of and he what happened was that he just preached to a lady at the well I think it was Leah the lady at the well the lady at the well ran back to her town told everybody about how Jesus prophesied over her and then the, the town came in and they were, this whole mob of people were just hungry to hear the gospel and Jesus was viewing it as a meal I didn't know then what I know now, <laughs> you know. But there are elements of nutrition that feed us. Mm -hmm. And the expression of love is one of them. Going out to the streets and preaching the gospel and things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> so when it comes down to it, like, so when we were having these meetings and we were having these, 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 these things, um, uh, like a lot of these people started kind of like withering away and I'm like okay let's go back and we started hitting the streets and they all pumped up like yeah we're on fire for Jesus again <laughs> you know and it's so true you know um, when Jesus is manifest and the people uh, in the world see Jesus being manifest it feeds us it feeds us, you know. Um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to connect over the reason why I said that story real quick. Hold on a second. <laughs> what, okay, so what was I talking about before that, guys? Before I bunny trailed. You were talking about intimacy and you didn't want the guy to go out on the streets and then it was nourishment and you learned the lesson that you should let him go out on the streets. Right, right, right. Before that, what was I talking about? Fearlessness. Okay, huh? Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm trying to remember how I connected it all, but see what what. Introspectiveness. <clears throat> Introspective management. Ooh, you alright, bro? <laughs> it's alright, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> Introspective management is illegal in the kingdom. Because what you're saying is that the cross didn't do it. Like, let's say you do have a hang-up. How do you conquer that hang-up? By love. Walk in the spirit that you might not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. What does that look like? Walking in the spirit looks like following love, expressing love, being love, being a ball of love. Yeah. I just, I wake up in the morning, I just love you, Jesus. Ah, I love you, Jesus. And guess what? I love you, Jesus. I wake up and I look at my wife. I love you, wife. 
one big love fest on a continual basis. That's what it looks externally to walk in the spirit. You guys gotta learn that's like the, the the the. And I'm not saying that you guys don't know this, and I apologize if, if I was too forward right there. But love is ex is the antidote against the selfish sin lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. The only reason why <clears throat> in the in the last days, um, uh, <clears throat> there's a judgment and things of that nature, and you know, and 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 you know, there is the the sheep and the goat, and there is. A, uh, a straight dividing line between the people of God and the people of rebellion. The only real reason, because Christ died for the whole world, well, the only real reason is because the fruit of love has been inverted into self-perspective and you have been running the merry-go-round of introspection when Christ died for all of it. Instead of using your energy to, boom, go into a lifestyle of love, putting your stance down and saying, this is my expression. And I don't care if you're a militant-like type person, a tough guy, or if you're a, a, per, a, a person who wears pink all the time and rainbow colors and, and fl, fl, you know, runs around hopping. And, you know, I, <laughs> whatever it is, type of person you are. I don't care if you're, if you're like from you know, the suburbs or whatever expression. But the love of God is the everybody's core, core, core value that's in Christ. And without the love, of, the love of God, sin runs rampant because our energy, we have energy. Either the energy goes inward and it goes into a lifestyle of introspection and next thing you know, you really don't know and understand the gospel and it, you start messing around with things that you shouldn't mess around with or you manage your energy and you move in love by walking in the spirit so you, then, so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so, <clears throat> and that's why I was talking about how, how when you give your life to love, that feeds you. Jesus was on, Jesus saw that, those, that town coming towards him. And when they, when they came and he preached the gospel, it fed, it fed him, you know. <clears throat> and there's other elements of nourishment when it comes to the love of God, you know. Like Jesus in the wilderness and the devil saying, hey, <clears throat> turn this rock into bread, you know, so that you'll be able to sustain yourself in the desert. And he said, man shall not live by um, uh, bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the word of God. He talks about, he's talking about another piece of nourishment into his soul. You know, when you absorb this word, what you're doing is pulling on God's substance to love. When you're walking and you're saying to, <clears throat> like the Bible says, um, uh, they are over. They overcome by the word, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. <clears throat> when I speak a testimony, for some because for some reason it shifts the way you think, and next thing you know, you feel it, it, it injects faith, and that faith is an element of nourishment. You know, there's different elements of nourishment that are found in the different aspects of this love relationship with Jesus, you know, and that's where <clears throat> that's where we go back to Galatians chapter 13 for you, brethren. I'm going to read it again for you, brethren, have been called to liberty only. Do not use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. You, you understand what's going on here now? Don't use your liberty. Oh, yeah, you've been forgiven. But don't use your, your liberty, don't take that energy and let it kind of get sucked into a lifestyle that it's, it's unmanaged energy and you're just kind of falling into something you're not supposed to fall into. Um, uh, <clears throat> do not use liberty as an opportunity to flesh, but through love, serve one another. So take that energy, manage it, and, and serve one another. Go ahead, yes. I'm, I'm just like, do not use your energy for worldliness and Here, they took the class over the Amplified Version reads, do not use your energy for worldliness and selfishness. There you go. Your energy for worldliness and selfishness. Yes. Thank you. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, it's really about energy management based on the revelation of the gospel that Christ did it all. And the victory has been won for us to manage our energy to love. Period. That is our foundation. And one of the elements of expression of that love is to go out to the streets and preach the gospel. It is to 
connect with each other and love each other and make sure that we are attended to each other. But and when, we, when we tend to each other, we grip together with a fist and we go out there and make an impact, okay? Because we are not just one expression that we're solo riders, you know? Maybe I have an expression that can impact that person, but when I come up to this person right here, maybe he need, uh, it needs one of you guys, you know? Maybe you guys can connect with that specific person on a, on a different level, you know? <clears throat> so, verses 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor <clears throat> as yourself. Yeah, as yourself. You mean you love yourself? Hold on for a second. There you go. Do you mean you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, when it comes down to loving yourself, the love of God causes us to come into a revelation of our own value. So the only real reason why, you know, <clears throat> um, The only real reason why anybody introspective would fall in, fall in love with Jesus and kind of like become an expression of Jesus um, is because the love of God draws them out into their self-value. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, loving yourself based on God's love for us. Yeah, definitely. So good. And so you're right. So when we connect with each other before we go out there, a step before that would be to value ourselves because God values us. If I am insecure in, my, in myself, I am going to look at somebody else as a threat to my security. Mm-hmm. And so that's what creates backbiting and gossiping and things you. of that nature. You know? yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's good. so good. That is so good. Um, <clears throat> so... Whole people complete the body. Whole people. Insecure people destroy the body. Wow, that's good. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to get to a, Hold on person, a, a person that's insecure, I think he needs the Father's love to know that he is love because I think insecurity is security in the wrong places and, he may, and it's like an orphan spirit. That needs to a father needs to come alongside and show him unconditional love mm-hmm. and show him that you know you're not loved because you're a great preacher. You're not loved because you got money. You're not loved. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, because then I'm going to want to undermine your gifting. If you're better than me, you know. What I'm but if I realize we're one, mm-hmm. and we're, you know what I mean, you're yeah. part of me. You get the glory. I get the glory. You you know you're hurt and I'm hurt. And if we can feel each other like that, knowing that we're one and keeping that in mind, man. We will flow as one, but we have to believe that and know that. So good. And and and, and try to root out those insecurities, mm-hmm. you understand? Because yeah. like if I see a person that's prideful and always bragging about himself, I'm saying to myself, this guy needs approval. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. That's why he's doing that. Right. So what am I most of the times people shun that guy because he's like, you know, who's this guy? They can see it's a front, okay? Yeah. But what he really needs is the love of God. Right. And he needs the love coming through me or you to that person so that he can overcome that. Because how how else can you overcome it? Not by pointing it out and saying, well, you know what, you're insecure. That would just make it more insecure. So you have to, I think you have to overcome that with good, which is the opposite spirit of what he's coming at. He's coming with pride, I'm coming with humility, Mm -hmm. okay? And his pride is really insecurity Mm -hmm. that, that we need to overcome with humility. Exactly, that's so good, man, that's so good. You know, um, when it comes to, like, when love gives us proper perspective of ourselves, it also gives us proper perspective of each other. So when we are an object of God's love, we, our ultimate calling in life is to be an object of God's love. You know, if I sit here and I just kind of, let the love of God love me, yeah. you know, and I become sensitive to it, and I begin to enjoy what God is lavishing me with, his love. Mm-hmm. 
I have fulfilled my calling. I'm just here. And I'm just being filled. And that love is making me into a war horse. Mm -hmm. It looks like I'm not doing anything sitting here. But I am becoming the imagery of Christ. Yeah. You know? And in that, I'm, I'm just overcome by his love. You know? And I look up at my neighbor. And when I see them, I see, I don't see their insecurities and their issues. I see past it the way God the Father sees them, you know? And, and, and the best way to create unity in the body is to see people, how God created them, mm -hmm. and honor them according to that. Yeah. So, a lot of times, and I, this is my style. I, I enjoy mentorship. I mentor people. That's my MO, you know? Um, I like street evangelism. I enjoy um, uh, prayer and things of that nature and the mystics and encounters and things like that. I love revelatory. I love the word of God, you know. But one of the things that really fills me is mentoring people one-on-one. -on -one. I love it. I enjoy it, you know. And one of my main tactics on mentoring people <clears throat> is they tell me all their issues and I start treating them. I kind of like... I, I hear what they're saying, you know, but I kind of like move away from that a little bit, move away there from the issues, and I start treating them according to the way God sees them. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get up. Let's walk over here. Come on. Let's do what we're supposed to be doing. Let's do what we're called to do. And they're like, hold on for a second. I thought you got to deal with these issues and this, this, and that. And then I'm like, okay, Christ did, Christ did that. We don't deal with that. Christ did with that, you know, to, to stand up in the love of God and to move in the spirit so that you not fulfill the lust of the flesh to activate that element in your life is the element of victory is to f start moving in the river of victory yeah, yeah. you know the love of God ex first internalized like the love of God brought into our hearts and then expressed outwardly mm -hmm. is the victory over sin yeah, it is do not use your liberty of being free from sin and being free from the condemnation and guilt in order to fulfill the lust of the flesh and keep on sinning and say, yeah, you know, grace in the, in the book of Romans was like, hey, book of Romans chapter 6, say, are we supposed to sin so grace may abound? Certainly not. Why do you want to be a, a slave to something you'd, be, you'd been free from? Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> Paul didn't say that. That's my language. But, uh, uh, <laughs> go ahead. You know, uh, yeah. Now, for example, you, are, you want to evangelize somebody, you know? Yeah. Then how do you begin by getting them out of their own situation? Yeah, that's, that's real good. How do you begin? How do you begin that? Okay, so you're asking, you're saying, I'm going to say it so they could hear it. Um, so you're saying... Um, when you start to evangelize somebody, how do you begin getting them out of their situation? That's what you're saying. <clears throat> right. Kind of the same way I was talking about mentorship, but, in, you know, um, this, it would be more the initial approach, you know? Um, uh, <clears throat> I remember um, uh, I had a ministry, a homeless ministry, that I kind of added on to the rest of the stuff that I was doing at the time. Um, uh, and I had my coworkers that would want to come out and minister with me. And um, uh, they weren't saved. I mean, they were my coworkers. They weren't from church or anything. And, um, <clears throat> and I was like, okay, pass these plates around. Um, get this food over here ready. Get this all prepared. You guys take care of that. And I'm here I am, <clears throat> you know, with my big Bible and my, you know, my flashlight, you know, the Lord, the Lord says, da 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 da, and da 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 da, and I got a bunch of these homeless people sitting Indian style on the floor in a street corner, you know, while while every while the people, my coworkers, are handing out food to these people on the floor. Now, who do you think was the most impacted? The ones being served or the ones serving? Because they were flowing in the element of love, and the same reason why Christ liberated us to do. He liberated us to love. Holy. <laughs> you know? And so they, these people holding plates <coughs> are crying and weeping behind the homeless people that were sitting down. And they were like, and they were just there. And 
the, uh, the we, they would come up, they would come up to the front, and we would pray for them. They'd end up on the floor speaking in tongues in the middle of a street corner, cars passing by. You know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, um, to bring people into their new creation reality, to bring people into how they were designed to function in. If you take a car and you say, let's work on this, and, and you know, you know, and like it's already done, the job's already done but you keep on working on it instead of taking it out and taking it for a spin. Christ worked on our cars, our internal cars. We're fixed. <laughs> you know, he's the great mechanic. He's did it. He's done it all. For us to keep on trying to work our own vehicle is <laughs> just for it to rust and to stay stagnant. But we need to drive this thing in love. Now, I'm not saying for everybody who's in sin, let's go evangelize. I'm not saying that. I, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, but what I am saying is, what does love look like in your liberty at the stage where you're at? What does love look like? I know when I first got saved, fresh from the world, my first thing, my first act of love, which wasn't, in, wasn't uh, something that I kind of like um, thought up in my head as a tactic, but it was just an, just an expression. I went to my sister's room, I grabbed a bunch of plates that were in her room, I went downstairs and I started washing the dishes, and my mom and my sister was like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> but I started flowing in the nature of Christ, you know? Um, <clears throat> so to answer your question, whenever you would approach somebody, um, uh, I would speak into them identity. That's my, no that's my main tactic. My main tactic is they would tell me their issues or whatever it is, I'm like, okay, but this is what Christ says who you are. And I start prophesying to them who they are, you know? And this is how much Christ loves you. And I would pray for them, and I would see a miracle happen. And this is how much Christ loves you, and I would pray for them, and they would feel the touch of the Spirit of God. And, you know, this is who you are. He loves you this much that he's willing to do this for you, and he calls you beloved, and he calls you an ambassador. You are called yeah. for this, 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 and that. You know, and, you know, this is how he sees you. You're a son. You're a daughter. You know, um, <clears throat> to speak to them reality. Take, to take them out of the facade, which is the breeding ground of sin, and to bring them into reality and functionality in Christ is my, my, main, my main tactic, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I add something <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. I, I was driving for Lyft, and I told this girl that the word blessed means to be fully satisfied. Okay? And I'm fully satisfied with Christ. Because pain always seeks pleasure. So they're seeking pleasure in the wrong place. Because with God, we have pleasure just knowing He dwells in us. And, and also the identity. They know they're a sinner. But the reason why they're a sinner is because they have a sinful nature. And when you accept Christ, you get his nature, and then you do. It's like, now I'm trying to put leaded gas in an unleaded place, in an unleaded car. It don't run, okay? We still can sin, but it, 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 it's not right. I used to live for sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But now I have a better pleasure. It, it, it says there's it's pleasure good. in sin for a season, but in his right hand, a pleasure is forevermore. It's good, man. And it's pleasurable. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Good, man. That's so good. Awesome. So let's let's continue reading. Got like a little bit left here before we go on break. Um, <clears throat> so verse, uh, where, where are we? 14? We just finished 14? 15. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. Okay? So insecure people end up destroying each other. That's what it is. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. Verse 16. I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the spirit, I'm sorry, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19. Now the words of the flesh are evident. And it starts listing off all of the um, elements of the flesh. Um, <clears throat> verse 21, envy, murder, drunkenness, and it says, 
of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, it's not saying that because logistically you practice each one of these things, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. What it's saying is that you are not walking according to the Spirit, and you're not producing what the Spirit produces. You know, And it's evident that because you don't do that, you'll end up doing this. That's the fruit of the flesh. Um, but the fruit of the Spirit is, what do we got there? The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, gentleness, patience. Self-control, yeah. There you go. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against there is no law. And those who are in Christ have crucified their flesh with his passions. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. There we go. So, um, <clears throat> so we are a consumed group of people with the fire of his love. When we... <clears throat> radiate his love we overcome the world the nature of Christ in us expressed is the overcoming of the world those who have overcome they have overcome by the blood of the lamb that has cleansed us and by the word of his testimony and what is his testimony his life expressed through us every time we live a life that is possessed with Jesus and we see some a mountain move, miracles happen, things shift around. That is the testimony of Jesus flowing through our lives. Amen. And when we share that testimony of Jesus, it produces power to the hearers. Yes. The blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and the third element is not loving our lives unto death. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then when, So this is the element, not loving our lives unto death is the element that <clears throat> causes us to shrink back if we become a persecuted people based on his love. When we become social martyrs, because we would rather love more than try to look pretty, that is not loving your life unto death. When the love of God possesses us, when we become strictly about serving our neighbor, being what Christ, doing what Christ would do on the earth, that, that element right there, and we push past the fear of men, and we can care less about what opinions people have for us. We honor people. We love people. And we say, you know, outside of what you're telling me, I see who God made you, and I'm going to honor you based on that. But I am not going to take your persecution because in that, I'm, that's, to me that's not beneficial. But I am going to honor you. And there is a difference, you know, some, you know. Back in the days, I used to think honoring was based on, you know, uh, taking everything leadership would would say to me, and not filtering it out, you know. But, you know, as the love of God was mature to me, I would recognize that I need to honor the mantle on their lives, the authority on their lives, who they are in Christ. But know that sometimes people get it wrong, and I'm going to stay steadfast. Yeah. You know. Amen. David and Saul, so at the end of Saul's life, David was lamented over Saul. And, and he was, David, since he was ruthless, he was a man of war, he actually killed the guy that brought him the news because he wasn't more respectful on how they, he brought the news. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, David was a worshiper. He was a king, yeah. but he was a man of war. He was a ruthless guy, yep. you know? And he killed the guy because he didn't bring the news a little bit more respectful. Mm. Whoa. I mean, to honor a man to the point where, you know, something like that happens. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying that's what happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so I'm de dedicating this whole one hour for a foundation of love. And we're about to go and break in about three minutes. So love is the stability of the expression of Christ. Love is our liberation from, from a stagnant life of sin into a radical life of the expression of Christ on this planet. All right, guys? Um, Can I say something? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Eddie. 
Hey, Eddie. Um, you know, when I see you, um, the Lord keeps putting on my spirit anchor. Right. Um, you are definitely solid and anchor in what you're saying. Thank you, sir. Um, All right. Some people are not. Yeah. And that those people are. And I'm one of those persons that always asks God, <clears throat> how come I get caught up with the wrong people who speak what you're saying, but not living what you're saying? Right. And here's a scripture that the Lord gave me. Um, I don't really know what's going on, but I just sense that the Lord is going to um, send you some soldiers. All right. Um, so your ministry could be stronger. But the scripture that keeps coming to me, uh, this is not for you. I just sense there's either people around you or just people who, it, the scripture is this, it's Matthew 15, 8. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. See, there's a spirit of wolves and sheep clothing who pretends to love, who speaks love, who acts love. Right. But when the Lord said, your heart is far from me, okay, if your heart is not with God, mm. you could perpetrate this love, you could talk this love, you could act out this love. Right. But those people you're talking about, when you're looking into their souls, yeah. you have no power. Right. To resurrect them from anything, right? If you just have lip service, right, right. And so I just sense that I, I, I don't know why, but the Lord just keep you putting on my spirit uh, platform for you teaching this, and uh, I just see Him sending people to you and removing some people that He He's saying don't think it's strange that there's some people He have to move from you because some people that's walking with you they just lip service, but you're anchored. You're really anchored in this. I can pick up your spirit real quick. This is something that you're really anchored in. This is something that you believe in because your heart is connected to God. It's yeah. not just lip service. So I thank you that the Lord is going to send you uh, all types of resources and connection so your ministry can start. And like I said, your platform is going to be international because That's there's good. men who needs to really hear this. They need to really hear, first and foremost, that God loves them. Because they've messed up and because they've been, you, you said a key right. word, they've been betrayed in right. churches and right. they've been betrayed by false love. Right. The, the lip service love. Right. Right. And, and when you betray by lip service love, you instantly give yourself to somebody, but then next thing you know, they take that clothes off right. and it's a sheep and wolf clothing. Right. All right, my brother? Yeah, I love it. All right, guys, um, I don't know how this works. Wes needs to uh, announce it, or should I announce it? I don't but, huh? Okay, cool. So 10 minutes, it's 11.01, so 11.11. 11. All right.